Today, we draw lessons from Annette Moser-Wellman's wonderful book called The Five Faces of Genius, where she discusses five ways that people think creatively on Soul Zero Two. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is a podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And I'm so glad to be with you. And today we're discussing this, this uh, idea of five ways people use their imagination for for breakthrough, and it's based on this wonderful book by Annette Wellman, which uh, she um, she she gives uh, these five points of of what it means to to uh, have breakthrough in your life, and um, and this book was life changing for me, uh, and I read it a few years ago, but and I always wanted to talk about it, and I've taught I've taught on this book, and I've I've given uh, lessons on it. Uh, and done the test at the end of the book. But, uh, so she argues simply that that you can have five of the same people, but because of the way they think creatively, they find different ways of breaking through. And you can have five of the same actors or musicians or talented people, but because of how they're wired, they think very differently. And one person will see a picture and maybe another one will hear something. Another one will notice something no one else notices. Or another will look at the past and history and, and, and draw lessons from there and compress it into a sentence. And this is different ways people use their imagination. And we find in the scriptures, you know, Samson, Samson rather, using a donkey's jawbone to defeat a thousand men. And we find Gideon, uh, using clay pots to destroy the enemy. And we find Paul when he was at a loss as to how to reach people that were lost. He looked at the statue and he says, what's that statue about? And someone says, it's an unknown God. He says, guess what? Jesus is the unknown God you're looking for. So he got this God idea that this unknown God was Jesus and I declare him to you. So without further ado, the first one we have today, the, the first of the five ways of breakthrough thinking is the seer. And the seer sees with their minds in detail and and leads their vision based on that picture. And another word might be for, for seer is imagineer. An imagineer is a person who devises a highly imaginative concept or technology, especially the attractions in Walt Disney theme parks. And, and that's kind of like just an example there. But but uh, the, the point is, is simply this, that uh, like Paul Gawin once said, I shut my eyes so that I may see. And that's a very interesting way of putting it. But you know that, uh, and I think this is in the book, that Ray, Ray Kroc founded McDonald's with only one restaurant. And he had this picture in his mind of McDonald's all over the world, and it happened, right? Because what we see, we tend to want to accomplish. And he followed through with the picture that was in his head, and he made history. A seer... If they can't picture it, they can't do it. And it is said that Einstein developed the theory of, of relativity, not by raw math, but by his imagination. And that's the imagination of the seer. He looked at a clock that he had seen hundreds of times, but one day he saw that clock in a way he'd never seen it before, almost as if seeing it for the first time. And breakthrough occurred after that. So the next one, the next creative way people break through with their imagination is simply this. It's the the observer. 
and uh, the observer is they notice different or irrelevant details no one else notices and they come up with world-changing ideas have you ever noticed when you're with an observer you could be watching a movie and they'll notice the one thing in that movie no one else notices and it could even be an, an editing mistake but they'll notice that and say oh look at that you see that and no one else knows or cares but an observer will notice these things they ask the kind of questions like what's wrong with this picture or what's missing or what's the issue to an observer a puzzle can give them a headache because they have to know what's going on they have to know the details and they tend to stand in awe of things around them they notice the one thing that no one else does solomon king solomon was an observer and he was a botanist an entomologist and he was also a sociologist technically when you read his writings and based on his writings you can see how carefully he watched things observers wonder why things are the way they are and it is said of da vinci that he would throw these lavish parties for the poor not because he was uh you know a kind person or you know his heart was bleeding for them or anything but because he wanted to observe them so that he can paint their faces and so Sherlock Holmes also it is said that he found clues in details that no one else cared about and that's how he solved the case and an observer will take a boring detail and change the world with it and it is said of Walt Disney that he took his daughter to the amusement park and he watched and he, and he had her watch and they noticed that parents were bored and the unkempt grounds everything was messy and dirty and the the riot operators were cheerless and then he got a genius idea what if i made a park that had the opposite of that right and that's the observer so the third one is is this the alchemist and the alchemist and you know before you get all crazy and and uh you know uh upset you know because some christians hear alchemist and they think wizard or demonic you know it it's not that at all it's only a term it's it's use of a, a, a pharmacy term for mixing chemicals or poisons to make medicine and it borrows from many streams and worlds and connects them for breakthrough that's what an alchemist is and just like the old pharmaceutical companies who they would mix medicines to make a healing pill that's what an alchemist does with ideas for breakthrough they're out-of-the-box thinkers who make the oddest connections that make sense for instance uh, an alchemist can borrow an idea from quantum physics and fuse it with microbiology and find a breakthrough that's the way alchemist thinks they don't think in straight lines they think let's let's check this out let's check that out let's put them together to see how they fit their vision is always connected to every part of their lives. That's why it's hard to, for them to turn it off when they have an idea. And um, one of my favorite movies is uh, Master and Commander with Russell Crowe. And they had a series of encounters with this superior ship. You know, it was like 1800s and they, they, they were ship-faring people. And he was an English captain of an of, of, uh, English military vessel. And... Um, they knew they couldn't win because the the enemy was superior and between encounters so they, they visited this island while they had a respite from the battle and to gather specimens and check things out and one specimen that was gathered caught the captain's attention the insect looked like a stick to hide from its enemies 
and it morphed it it, it 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 morphed itself to look like its background so the captain got this genius idea right because he's an alchemist because he puts things together disguised the ship to look like a poor defenseless merchant vessel and when the enemy came upon this easy prey they got the surprise of their lives as it transformed into a warship and destroyed them i mean it's, it's a great story and uh you know and it's a fact that today in modern technology there's new bioskin products that can uh that if you apply them to your body they heal themselves and the idea was borrowed from biology or from plants right so and and they can use that for skin and things like that i mean it's crazy stuff i, I don't understand half of it but king solomon saw a connection between heart, the hard-working ant and the lazy person and he said go to the ant you lazy person so he was a connector, right? He was a, an alchemist. And alchemists are interested in everything. And, uh, and I, I, I am an alchemist, alchemist the way that I think. I, I tend to read poetry and science and psychology and all these things for breakthrough, and I combine them all. But alchemists are into everything, and they tend to know a little bit about everything. And they like putting themselves in situations where they can surround themselves by ideas and learn things, and they love books, and they love reading and all these things. And they find insights by making connections. That's what an alchemist is. And most people find breakthrough uh, in quiet seclusion, but alchemists, they find it everywhere. But the fourth one, and we're almost there at the end, is is called the... The, the fool, which is very interesting. What is the fool? A fool sees things in reverse, applies an opposite principle, and then they find breakthrough through it. And that, that's what a fool is. They get this idea and they reverse it, which is amazing when you think about it. And the fool doesn't mean that they are foolish in a bad sense. They find the dumbest things and they create breakthrough through those dumb things that seem foolish. The fool is is, is the closest idea to Christianity because it says it says it in uh in uh 1 Corinthians 127. It says, But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. And when you think about it this way, it's very powerful. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. And so God's method is is the method that is foolish to the world, to the eyes of the world, right? It's amazing how God does it. But fools excel at thinking in opposites and reversing ideas. They flip things around to do their opposite side. Uh, they, they, they flip things around to their opposite side and find breakthrough through that thing. And uh, a certain comedian once joked, he says, hey, the man who invented Velcro, uh, the man who invented Velcro was walking through the woods and got the sticky burrs on his clothes and he asked himself a question what if i reversed the idea and made it work for me and so he was postulating that you know i don't know if it's true or not but that that's how velcro was invented but but when you think about it if that's the way it was invented that was a brilliant idea because they took an idea and reversed it and uh fools use absurdity for a breakthrough they make sense from nonsense think about noah's ark ridiculous idea people mocked him and yet, it saved his family, and it saved the future animals, right? Failure is not the end to a fool, but it's only the beginning, because one of the fool's greatest marks is perseverance. A fool believes that if you play it safe by avoiding failure, they will ultimately fail. But if you just take the chance and take the risk and keep going, you'll never fail. Uh, 
in having the perf- the perseverance of a fool, Charles Goodyear, it is said, accidentally spilled rubber and sulfur on the stove and invented vulcanized rubber. And we, we all know the story of Thomas Jefferson that he says, hey, uh, you know, I just found uh, 1,900 ways to, to fail until I broke through, right? And so, and I'm not quoting it right, but I, I think you know what I'm saying. But they know that there was a hidden value in failure and that not to give up. Paul was a fool. He would never quit. And in fact, he said it in, in uh, 1 Corinthians 4.10, we are fools for Christ's sake. And Paul would never quit, even though he got he got hit with rocks, stoned, right, and left for dead, and he wouldn't give up. The last one I want to give is the sage. This one is very interesting. Sages thrive, a sage thrives on simplicity, or nutshell, right, and draws from the past, and they see history as the best teacher for new ideas. So the sage is kind of complex, but yet simple. They take ideas and simplify them and they reduce the challenge to a bit to its bare essence they can take something and compress it into one sentence and say this is what it is they're good at framing they know that the most powerful things in life are the simplest things jesus was a sage he was he was a he, he functioned as a fool in a sense because he always reversed idea he says hey love your love your enemies right who would say that right but jesus was a sage when he took the 610 commandments of of the Mosaic law, and he reduced them all to one. Love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. And I think of that movie, that movie Apollo 13, that it, it, it talked about the power problem they had of getting the ship back to earth. They needed 12 amps of power to turn the ship back on. And an engineer was asked, well, how much power does that take? Give me perspective. And a sage in the movie, I don't know if it happened in real life, but a sage in the movie says, just enough to run a coffee pot for 12 hours. So that's what a sage does. They, they take it and compress it into one idea so that everyone sees it. But the sage also uses the past for ideas. They don't just use simplicity, but they use the past for ideas. They, they are voracious readers of history and, uh, and school books from the past. The sage draws on wisdom from the past and then casts them into the present for breakthrough. Sages are like alchemists in that they borrow ideas, except sages borrow from the past. That's the difference. And when you uh, think about the story of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which is one of my favorites, uh, it was based on a 2,000-year-old story of, of Christ versus Satan, really. And it's written so that even children can understand it. And that is a sage idea of what C.S. Lewis did. Martin Luther King borrowed the idea of nonviolent protests from Gandhi. He saw racial segregation as no different than the caste system in India. Sages make the very best storytellers, and they use stories to communicate profound truths. So let me, let me close by saying that simply this, we all have the ability to learn and to function in all five of these, but we tend to be dominant in one or two, according to to the book. So if you like this podcast, leave a like and check us out also on, on uh, right here. We're on YouTube, we're on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Facebook.com. And check it out. And we're on others too, but check it out because uh, we want you to join us and be part of us. So until next time, have a wonderful day and God bless you. Take care.